Hey guys! Hey everyone! So today I'm here with Hannah, um, who used to work at the barn, which feels weird to say. But, um, so, yeah, Hannah, you want to introduce yourself, share your testimony? Yeah. Oh, and we're also drinking Sonic, so yeah. what did you get from Sonic, and so, then your testimony? Today I have a cherry limeade, it's got <laughs> nerds in it, I love nerds, and what do you have? I have a blue coconut slushie with nerds, so. Delish. Very good. So we're drinking good over here, mm-hmm. and yeah, so... I'm Hannah, and I used to work at the bar, and that's right. That's how I met Jackson. I <laughs> literally going into eighth grade. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Here you are now. Having your own podcast, I love it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, like, am from Mobile, kind of. I grew up moving around a lot because my dad was in the military. Um, and so because of that, we did not have, like, one solid church that we went to. Um And so I went to all these different churches and kind of did what the cool youth program was at the time, wherever I was. Um, And my life was built on avoiding certain sins so that I could be righteous in my own eyes. And so I would avoid the ones that I thought were the worst, but um, didn't really care about pride or um, lying or just the sins that I decided were less important in my mind. And so... Um, in high school, I was very self-righteous and definitely have always claimed to be a Christian, but I think I only saw the gospel to be like, yeah, I'm a pretty good person, but whenever I do bad things, like, yeah, Jesus has got me. Like, I'm, I'm thankful. Mm-hmm. I walked the aisle several times as a kid. Anytime I felt scared, um, I would like make sure I was saved. And then, so I was just like trusting in the things that I did, like walking that down the aisle or being quote a good person um so then I went to college and so all that fell apart because when you're in college you get to make your own decisions and in a different way and you're not under your parents rules and so for me um I fell into a lot of the sin that I had avoided all of all my years before that um and so then there was no self-righteousness for me to hold on to and so um yeah like in October of my freshman year, um, there was a guy who reached out who worked at a church in Troy, and he was like, hey, you should come and do the music stuff for us, because he had heard that I, like, did music stuff in the past, and I was like, well, if you knew what I did on the weekends, you wouldn't ask me, and he was like, well, then let's get you discipled and see what happens, so I started meeting up with a lady, um, and we went through a book called Discipleship Essentials, and in the book, it goes through Ephesians 2, and it talks about how we're dead in our sins um, and that we have nothing to offer, but um, that there is eternal life through the Lord, through Jesus, and that we can do nothing for it, that it's a free gift of grace, and that we can do nothing to earn it. And I finally understood the gospel through Ephesians 2 um, because I really never understood that I was dead before. Um, that I could do no good. I just thought, like, I was a pretty good person. Um, So that just, like, wrecked me um, and also helped me see, like, God's grace was so great because my sin was so deep and I could finally Mm -hmm. see it. Um, And so then she started discipling me, so we would meet up once a week and just, like, talk through the lesson that week. And so I grew a lot through that and started working at the church. And then, yeah, I just worked there all through college and then came to work at Briarwood and it was cool because the Lord like allowed me to see victory over this over a certain like specific sins and he would almost like 
affirm me. Um, because I think one thing that we can struggle with growing up in like cultural Christianity is like, am I really saved? Mm -hmm. And so I've like thought about that a lot as well. So anyways, um, yeah, so I just grew a lot in college and I'm super thankful for Troy and the strong community I had there. Um, and we all lived like really deeply together. And so then coming to Birmingham, I've just tried to seek out a deep community here and I'm super thankful for Briarwood and yeah that's kind of my testimony cool that kind of it is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. what is your favorite verse and why yeah um wait let me take my lid off first I always <laughs> do this because it like squeaks my okay. favorite verse I'm it's hard to decide I think I like Romans eight eighteen. it says for our sufferings don't compare to the glory that will be revealed to us. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of my favorites just because, well, Romans eight is just full of treasures. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, like we're going through it yeah. right now as a church. <laughs> um, and so it starts out with, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so it's so beautiful. Um, and I love how it leads to all these different promises. So it's just like, that's the, my favorite chapter, but, um, specifically that our trials right now and our sufferings right now, that God is showing us his glory in them, um, mm. has been really encouraging for me, especially like we're all walking through trials and although everybody's might be different, like I know that that verse can be an encouragement to someone. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's always been a verse that I've clung to in the really dark times. Um, because in the dark, it's really hard to see the light. Mm. Um, but that's when we have to hold on to the truths that we learned in the light and just, take that one verse and think on it <laughs> so that's my favorite verse mm -hmm. what was your favorite memory slash thing about working at the barn Ooh, okay <laughs> i like this question um so when i started working it was during COVID, and one of my, like, favorite little stories is that what, we, what I had to do was put on gloves mm -hmm. and go to everybody's house and deliver or all, this, all the upcoming seventh graders. So mm -hmm. this wasn't your class, but the one right before you. I had to deliver, like, a Bible study, but, like, with a mask on mm -hmm. and, like, stickers and stuff. <laughs> and no one knew who I was. Yeah. So I had to go to everybody's door with a mask and gloves That's and knock so on their funny. door and say, Hi, my name's Hannah. Uh, welcome to seventh grade, and here's your Bible study. Right? <laughs> and I did it, and I loved it. But this one family, I started walking up. I'm, like, walking up their driveway, mm -hmm. and... I hear someone, so I'm like, hey, is anybody there? And he was like, yeah, come back here. And I was like, okay. So I started to, like, walk around the back of their house. And mm -hmm. then never met him, like, grown man. It's the dad. Yeah. And he was like, actually, come back in my shed. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Life advice, don't do that, yeah. okay? But it was fine. It worked <laughs> out. So I go back in there. His dog is giving birth. So, <laughs> so his dog, like, I'm like, uh sitting there speechless and he's like come back and look and I walk back there and this dog is like giving birth and as I go back the dog is growling at me because obviously mm -hmm. it's literally 
having puppies and the strangers coming up to it. And he was like, isn't that interesting? I was like, yes, this is very interesting. Is your daughter here? <laughs> and it was so funny. And then I went that and met his daughter. Funny. And yeah, so that's one of my favorite little stories. And then the edge was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Just the edge like, was my favorite thing ever. That was so fun. And we only got to one year, but I know it was still uh, fun. But didn't you only get to go one year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just one year. Mm. A great time, though. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Yeah. <sighs> well, what was your favorite thing about doing... Obviously, like, you led worship. What was your favorite thing about, like, leading worship and then, like, leading youth yeah. group worship? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think worship is... Through music is a really, like, special and unique way that we get to um, see God. And I think... I think that it's a way that I've always connected with him. And so that was one thing that switched for me when I became a Christian was like the why behind leading worship. Cause before it was all about just like myself and wanting to show off my talents that I like believed I had. And then, and now it's just like, I, the goal is that like in practice, like we are so worshipful that it's just like overflowing mm-hmm. by the time that like everybody's in there. And so I think that's been, like, the sweetest thing has been to see, like, everybody come up and, like, grow as worship leaders. Mm-hmm. And me get to, like, be a part of that and to see them um, to see them grow. I can think of, like, a few people who were, like, in middle school and I met them. And now they're, like, mm-hmm. leading every week. And, and I love that. And that's what we're going to be doing in heaven. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to be worshiping God um, maybe not always, I think we're going to be working as well. Like there's going to be so many things we're going to be doing. So we are not just going to be probably singing 24 seven. Um, but I think that like beautiful moments in worship are just a small glimpse of heaven. So I think it's like a grace mm-hmm. that God gives us to have right now to see him. But yeah. So I think because it's a glimpse of heaven, that's why I really love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was talking, telling Emma when I was talking about this, cause I talked about it with her and Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said that I loved, like, the one of my favorites is the Heart of Worship song. Because mm-hmm. it's so good and, like, reminding you. Because, like, I know all the words, basically, to all the songs. So I'll just kind of, like, mm-hmm. mindfully, or, like, unmindfully, however you say that, do it. And then yeah. I have to, like, sit and, like, remind myself to, like, think of the words and stuff. Yes. And I think that's the cool thing about music is, like, because it gets mm-hmm. stuck in your head. Like, yeah. when you're singing scripture and you get scripture stuck in your yeah. head, you're meditating on scripture. I know. And it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like... I'm, like, thinking about this. There's so many truths of God Mm -hmm. that I feel that I've learned about more through music just because you don't even realize that you're stewing Mm -hmm. on it. And then you're thinking about, like, God's goodness Mm -hmm. and God's grace in a different way. And, yeah, it's really cool. you just get the lyrics in your head in, like, a random moment in the middle of the day. And it's like, oh, this is, like, scriptural. Yes, and it's so encouraging. Yeah. It's really cool. That is cool. What's your favorite, like, worship song if you had to pick one? That is, that is so hard. Just it's like picking I, your favorite oh. kid. Well, my toxic, one of my little toxic traits is I will like mm-hmm. listen to a song until I hate it. Oh, I do that <laughs> all the time. And I'll listen to one song, listen to it a whole week, tell everyone it's my favorite song. And then I'm like, I cannot listen to that anymore. Yes. Yeah, so I'll ruin like my favorite mm-hmm. music for me. Let me look through. Um, one person that I've loved mm-hmm. is Davy Flowers. I don't know if you've heard of her. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of stuff with Shane and Shane. But she's got a whole album out that I love. And one of my favorites on there is, um, mm, wait, let me look her up. There's just so many good people and I cannot pick, pick one. Um, there's a song called like nothing left to say by her. 
and only one. And I, I just, I think I'm just obsessed with her. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe not a song, but just a person. Baby yeah. flowers. Well, my great. mom always says that you could do like a cover for Lauren Daigle concert, and she'd pay money to go. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> Y'all literally sound so much alike. Oh, like, it's not even funny. Sweet. Like it's crazy. But she was like one of my influences as a kid. <laughs> she was super like cool. Hippie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. she's funny. Your best college advice for maybe Ooh. upcoming senior, anyone hmm. planning on going to college? <laughs> yeah, I would say my like first thing would be get plugged into a good church, like find a good place mm-hmm. and plug into community, and then find someone who's older than you in the faith who you can ask questions to, who will walk through like college with you mm-hmm. and you might not find that your first year like there's um a couple that I can think of in Troy that I found them kind of like my junior year and like we still keep up and they're like a huge influence in my life but there were plenty of people who just like cared a lot about my spiritual growth in college mm-hmm. and so I would say like we always have something to learn from people so get plugged into a solid church and I would say for that too like don't go to a church if they don't talk about sin like Mm -hmm. if they don't confront sin don't waste your time um there are a lot of places that you can go and you can have a great motivational message and it'll be great and feel good and all that but that's not the point so find a church that confronts sin and find people there who can pour into you that's my best college advice and then study like Mm -hmm. remember what you're there to do (laughs) academics get it done um but spiritually I think that's the best thing that someone can do yeah sometimes I forget that like college is school like that's what (laughs) college because like you know you hear out see all these things about college but it's like Mm -hmm. oh yeah that's also like school like Mm -hmm. I'm getting into a school college it's not just like oh I'm done and now I finally get into you know but Mm -hmm. yes I've also had to remind myself lately that I'm not going to college this year because I've been spending so much time with so many seniors and I Uh. like talk yeah. with them all the time about like their college and like things they're working through and then I'll, I'll like start stressing out and I'm like oh wait I have two more years but yeah. it's good to plan ahead but it's like yes but yeah it's good to plan ahead yeah. and it'll be here before you know it I too. know yeah mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. what is this is just advice which is what yeah. most of these turn into what was your what's the best advice you've ever received yeah recently um I've realized that the best advice I've received has been, like, that God calls us to be loving, not right. Mm. And there are so many times. (laughs) There are so many times where I'm like, objectively, I'm right. And I have all these (laughs) lists of reasons why. And I can tell you exactly how, like, they are wrong and I'm right. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if, like, you are right Mm -hmm. and they are wrong, like, God calls us to be loving. Mm -hmm. And so I think, like, that relates to the gospel because, like, Jesus was innocent. He was right. um, But good thing he was loving and went to the cross Mm -hmm. and didn't say, like, this isn't right. I'm not going to go to the cross for you because I don't deserve this. And that can be my attitude towards a lot of things is, like, well, I'm right. I don't deserve to be treated like this. But God calls us to be loving. And so that's a lesson that's been really hard for me to learn. And I think that if people 
will embrace that they will save themselves from a lot of like friendship troubles and just yeah seeking to love before seeking Mm -hmm. to be right don't love your opinion more than you love another my mom always tells me that wow that's good yeah she heard it on like a podcast somewhere but i have to remind myself that a lot because really I'm really big, not like, I don't even know what you call it, but I just like to be right, which is like, you yeah. know, I just like to, I have a very like critical thinking mind and I'm like, no, this is right. This is the way it's supposed to be done. Like, yeah. And even if I think I'm like helping someone by doing that, it's like, I'm not really helping. I'm just making it worse. But absolutely. I have never heard it like that. And I really, I really <laughs> like that. I'm That's going to stick with me. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, what's the best advice you could give? young girls or just people if you had to drop one piece of advice one piece of advice (laughs) Mm. I don't want to say like what I just said because I just said it but that's like the most (laughs) helpful thing for me I think um, for other people or and for myself um, but just like constantly like we're all, every single person is extremely insecure, whether we want to, like, admit it or not. And maybe not extremely, and maybe we have seasons of, like, some days are better than others in this way. But I think, like, just reminding yourself every day that your worth does not come from, like, your job. doesn't come from your boyfriend or your girlfriend. doesn't come from how well you're doing in school. But the truth that you are made in the image of God and loved by him and I think that if we remind ourselves of that more it'll allow us to embrace like our quirkiness (laughs) and stuff like that but and also like allow us to be ourselves more um and when I think that that is attracts other people like Mm -hmm. when we I mean we're always drawn to the confident person who like lights up a room um because there's something deeper in them usually that we're attracted to and so I think like um seek to find like seek to find your identity in Christ every day and like do what you have to do to make that happen like constantly tell yourself who you are in him and it's Mm -hmm. a fight um and that'll change like over time but as you go through different seasons but yeah I would say just constantly seek to be grounded in him whatever that may look like for you Mm -hmm. yeah we talked about this this summer, like, super summer, because we talked about, like, you know, being confident. Because I'm, like, so I, like I said, I remember I told you this the first time that we ever, like, or one of the first times that we met in eighth grade, and I said I have mm-hmm. embarrassment anxiety or whatever, mm-hmm. which is obviously, like, now I know this, like, social anxiety. But um, I, like, there was one quote I heard, and it was, like, in Christ we have nothing to lose and nothing to prove. Mm. And I just think that's so good. Like, I cling to that a lot. Like, I have, I don't need to prove anything, and I have yeah. nothing to lose, you know, so absolutely I think that's really good but yeah and it's so weird because like if we think about who Jesus was like Mm -hmm. he was hated by so many people Mm -hmm. and then loved by by people but then betrayed by his best friends and things like that and so but then like we're but we don't want any of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. to happen to us but scripture says that if they hated him Uh they will hate us all the more and so like it's so it's so hard just because like that's what happened to Christ so and he understands and empathizes mm-hmm. fully with us like so we can like also go to him and be like I know he's felt this too like I yeah. know you felt this help me yeah yeah you've like grown a lot and like really grown into yourself since uh-huh. eighth grade yeah 
Yeah, I was talking about, I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, or if I talked to Callie, because last time Callie was on, or if I just talked to Callie about it, but, like, I, whatever, I had a conversation with someone recently about this, like, I used to be, I used to not even be able to walk into the barn, like, without, mm-hmm. especially without, like, having a friend, like, I'd have to text someone, hey, meet me outside, or, like, text me when you're here, mm-hmm. but now it's, like, I don't know, I... Well, last summer helped me grow a lot because I had to do a lot of things. Like, I did super summer all on my own. I say all on my own. I didn't really know any of the people ahead of time. I did Jonestown. Literally knew no one. Yeah. And that oh, just, I like... Remember I was, like... That. I was so stressed out about it. It was so stressful. Mm-hmm. And, um... Which, of course, like, I met Katie. And it's, like, was totally fine. Yeah. Um, which, actually, that's actually a really cool story. Like, I... When... And Katie and I, like, talked about this on her episode. But... We basically became friends really randomly, but when Ella Joy dropped the trip, um, they Katie had been on like some waiting list or something, or ha- we didn't know if she was gonna be able to go or not. And the second that Ella Joy wasn't able to go anymore, me and my mom started praying about it. You know that I would have a friend. Katie got called by Jay and said, "We have a spot on Jonestown if you'd like to go." And Katie's like, "Yeah, of course. I actually like am able to go now." So then Katie went, and then we became friends. On the- it was real crazy how it all worked out, but. That's so I just really thought, cool. yeah, didn't we didn't realize that until, like, way after, but I thought that was really cool, so. That's awesome. Yeah, but back to the social anxiety, like, I think that just helped me grow so much, mm-hmm. and, like, almost in Super Summer, I kind of, like, became, not a kid again, but, like, I, I, you know, felt like I was back to how I was, like, when I was little, and I had, like, all this energy, and I wasn't scared of anything, um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, and just, like, obviously, like, crisis helped me so much in that, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. And this is just, like, the beginning of the growth. Like, yeah. There's going to be so much more that you're going to mm-hmm. grow in. Different seasons will bring different anxieties. One day you'll be mm-hmm. starting your first job, and you'll be like, <laughs> first day of job anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Lord will help you through it, because he's with you. Mm. Yeah, but I, then I was also telling her, which I literally just talked about this on the last episode, mm-hmm. but, like, I feel like since I had all that social anxiety, which I still do, but, like, I had it so much deeply at, like, church and stuff, now I feel like I'm able to recognize that in people, and especially because I want to go into, like, a youth girl job one mm-hmm. day. Like, and I think that's so, like, cool that I was able to kind of have that experience so I know what that looks like, and I'm, like, mm-hmm. able to sympathize with someone who's going through that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you can use it for good. What was a time in your life that you really had to take heart? Quote unquote. Yeah. Um. I'm assuming that you mean like really trust in the yeah. Lord. I just want to make sure I got it right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, you know this about me. I think it's one of, like, the big life events that shaped me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so I, like, used to be engaged, and then the Lord led me to break it off. And Mm -hmm. that was one of the hardest things, just because, like, you plan out your life, Mm -hmm. and you're literally planning out a wedding and a life. And then um, all of a sudden, it's, like, it completely changes. Mm -hmm. Um, And mine was, like, really abrupt and really difficult. And although I don't, like, I don't wish that scenario upon anyone. Like, that was really, really hard. Mm -hmm. But I do wish, like, the closeness and intimacy that I, like, had felt from the Lord in that time Mm -hmm. for everybody. Because whenever we're, like, going through something really hard, like, we kind of had this, it was kind of like I had this 
choice to like be angry with God and let my anger take over Mm -hmm. or like whenever I got angry, give it to God and remind myself that he was still good. And at the time, like I went and lived with our women's minister and like, I'd be like, Chrissy, I don't, I literally don't want to read the Bible today. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, just read one line in the Psalm and then tell me what you think about it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, the Lord is my shepherd. And, and I'd be like, Christy, why would he lead me this way though? Uh-huh. <laughs> and she would be like, okay, Hannah, like, that's okay. You read one line. Yeah. And I just want you to think about the Lord's my shepherd today. And I'd be like, okay. And so it was just like a very like slow process, but it was just mm-hmm. like a very honest process that I get, got to have. And the Lord just kind of like, the Lord was really close to me and brought me back to him mm-hmm. and kind of made Psalm 40 to be like my life verse now. Um, it might not be like my favorite verse, but it's kind of like the verse that I can stand on. Um, and it says, um, I, what has it, the way I, I'm having a hard time with the way it starts. I know that, oh, that's the day <laughs> song and it started, but it's like, um, I sought the Lord that this is it. I sought the Lord and he answered me um he inclined his ear to me and he heard my cry he Mm. pulled me from the um I'm man I'm paraphrasing I think he pulled me from the uh miry clay and put me put my feet on the rock making my steps secure he put a new song in my mouth a song of praise to my God many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord Mm. and so like it was just like okay you're on the rock it's extremely uncomfortable you're exposed but the Lord has you there and like one day you'll get, I'll get to sing a new song and mm. for of him. And for me, that's like, I get to sing of his faithfulness and his love more now in a way that I understand them more deeply for myself um, and get to tell other people that he is good, even in the midst of really hard trials, because in my life he has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully uh, as I share that more people would be encouraged, mm-hmm. um, when they're going through a really tough time, but it was really hard just because it was kind of like, I mean, like y'all had been invited, mm-hmm. like so many people were going to like come and like yeah. knew about it. So when it happened, it's like, if it, it was really, really hard, um, just because I also struggle with caring what people think as well. So mm-hmm. it's like, what are people going to think? Um, but yeah, God was really close to me and so that was a time that I really had to take heart and I think that um anytime you go through like a breakup there's like a unique kind of pain there Mm -hmm. and but God God will meet you we just have to like we just have to continue to trust him and so but that that might sound like really elementary but like for me it was Mm -hmm. literally like that means reading one line of one psalm and saying I believe it mm-hmm. even when I really did not want to and putting like people in my life to be like just read one psalm mm-hmm. or one line and then just go about your day you know people who are just like go back to the word mm-hmm. just take whatever you can yeah um yeah so that was a time that I really had to like take heart now it's been like two years I'm doing good mm-hmm. I'm doing really good so yeah that's good yeah I like that just read one line that's yeah. a good one come back to well, that's the end of the questions. Have anything you want to ask me mm. before we wrap this up? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What inspired you starting the podcast? Because I all of a sudden it's like I didn't know like how uh-huh. it got started. All of a sudden it was just 
already started. Yeah. And I was like, what? So tell me. <laughs> well, super random. I started it on, I woke up one Sunday morning. Me and Bethany Springfield have been talking about like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool if we like started a podcast. And then I woke up like a week later on a Sunday morning and I was like, I woke up because I had a headache and I was going to get in the shower and I was like, I should start a podcast. And so mm-hmm. I started an Instagram, mm-hmm. did all the stuff, set up an account. And then I was like, <laughs> I went to church. All my friends were like, "Oh my gosh, so you said that part?" I was like, "Yeah." And then I went home and I was like, "What am I doing?" I was like, "I gotta put on an episode and I gotta record." And I was like, "And I don't talk because I like stutter all the time." I was like, "Same." I was like, "There's absolutely no way." I was like, "What?" And so I didn't put on an up. It stressed me out for the longest time. And I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna leave it. I'm gonna pray about it." February comes, and I was like, "Okay, I'm like, I'm gonna make an Instagram post. I'm gonna record me and Zoe and Katie. We're going to." Springfield we were going to my grandparents house that weekend and I was like okay those are like two of my best friends I was like we'll just sit in the car and we'll record a podcast and I'll like Mm. put it out or whatever so I was like I made a post on the Instagram I was like new first episode coming soon and I was like okay so I prayed about it and that episode is so like to this day if anyone's like oh I saw your podcast and listened to an episode means they were like Please tell me it wasn't the first one because it's. I don't think we barely got anything out of that episode because it's literally us in the car again. Uh-huh. So much editing, but I was like, okay, I have it out, and then it's just become like such a cool thing, which one I think it's really helped me in being able to talk mm-hmm. more like, I don't know, yeah, better I guess if that's even. A, but um, and I've already created like so many like good memories in this car, and it's mm-hmm. also like my mom's also said that it's kind of like it's cool to be able to go back and listen to like what God was doing in the lives of like my peers and people around me like during this time of my life so it's just been really cool and I really it's been a fun little project yeah that's awesome yeah yeah. you'll get to look back and see like snapshots Mm -hmm. of it and you've already seen it grow Uh and you're already like whoa I can't believe that that's really cool also where did take heart come from like where or what made you decide I didn't know what I was gonna call it I think I actually even had a different name when I first started it, like, I think I put something and I was like, no, no, I can change it. Cause I had had on my notes app, I had had like lists of ideas of what I was going to call it and what I was going to talk about. Cause I made the Instagram and then was like, what am I going to talk about on this thing? <laughs> um, and I guess like, I think I read the verse or something. And I was like, Oh no, we read the verse in church that day. And I was like, Oh my gosh, take heart. That would be so cool. Yeah. And so I just made the Instagram like that. And then it was like, I didn't even start asking that woman's moment you had to take heart questions like three episodes ago. Um, but I like basically, it. I just wanted to be able to like, because I think we can learn, like you said, we can learn so much from other people mm-hmm. um, and what God's doing in other people's lives. And I think it also just helps to like, someone said this, or the guy said this at Impact. He's like, when, what was it? He said when we lose something, it was probably like pride or something. I don't remember what he said, but that we are able to marvel at what God's doing in other people's lives because it's not, oh, look what they can do. It's, oh, look what God did. Yeah. And I think that's really cool. So I just like being able to, like, interview my friends and different women, which I guess it's now boys have been on. Um, <laughs> I just, like, see what God's doing and how he's using them in their, like, place of life. So, yeah. you know, whether it's on a sports team or, like, band or, like, you and Callie, you know, that kind of <laughs> thing. I just think that it's cool. So, Aww. yeah. It's been fun. That's really <laughs> cool. Thank you for having me. You're Hi. welcome. This, this has been so fun. Thank cool. you for coming on. Such a treat. Sitting in the hot and car. Cheers. <laughs> One day you'll have a little studio and you'll be like, Do you remember when I recorded in my hot car? In my hot car with, with you and like. 
2023. It'll be crazy. Oh I'm so excited for you. Well, this is really cool. Well, thanks, thanks for having me on. Bye, guys. Bye.